It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. Friends, we have made history tonight. And tomorrow, together, we begin the work of building a better future. I, as leader, take responsibility for the wins and the losses. That is the burden and that is the responsibility of leadership. And as a result, I will be handing over the leadership at the next party room meeting to ensure that the party can be taken forward under new leadership, which is the appropriate thing to do. And welcome to Sunday, the 22nd of May for 2022 and a change of government last night. As the Labor Party is set to end almost a decade of Conservative rule as the government was swept away in the election by a wave of support for candidates who campaigned for more action on climate change and may hold the balance of power. Partial results showed that while Labor had made small gains, Scott Morrison's coalition party had really been punished by voters in Western Australia and affluent urban seats in particular. Labor has yet to reach the 76 of the 151 lower house seats required to form a government all by itself, but final results could take some time as counting of a record number of postal votes is completed. And with 60% of the vote counted, Labor has 72 seats and Morrison's Coalition 55. Independents and the Greens hold 11 and a further 13 seats remained in doubt. So it was a busy night around Australia last night, a change of government and a new direction for the next three years coming up with Albanese at the wheel. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to have a look at the Sunday Weekend in Review. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All right, let's have a look at weather around Australia. First, we go to Sydney, expecting some showers, some wet stuff today with a high of 19 degrees. Melbourne, cloudy but dry with 14. Brisbane, expecting also rain today, a high of 21. And in Perth, expecting showers with the possibility of a storm and 24 degrees is your expectation. High. Enjoy your morning coffee. It's your real estate weekend podcast in review. You're seeing firsthand what is happening at auction time. What did you see last weekend that perhaps surprised you? Did it tell you anything that you didn't already think was happening? Look, at the moment, what we are seeing is that we're still dealing with people who are pre-approved. So at the moment, the people who are registering to bid at auctions have already done their sums and financial figures, and a lot of them are on the clock. They don't want to have to go through the the red tape of reapplying for a mortgage. So there is still a little bit of urgency out there from the buyers that we're dealing with. Uh, they want to borrow based on the, the rate that they might have already locked in on their pre-approval. So um, still transactions happening, but the sole prior numbers definitely creeping up as well. And with active bidder numbers down, that is increasing the odds for sure for buyers getting what they want. So, you know, it's it's a good time, isn't it, to buy? Look, it really is a narrative that um, that I'm encouraging a lot of my agents to talk to. And that is the fact that the odds are really in the buyer's favours right now. If you look at a hot market, and even if we were to cast our minds back six months ago and look at what was happening in spring of 2021, 
most registered bidders at auctions were competing with anywhere from eight to 12 registered bidders on auction, on average per auction. At the moment, you might be a one in three chance. And so I think if you are ready to go and you're pre-approved and you like the home, it's a good time to be a bidder. You're, the odds are very much in your favour. Informing you on real estate. It's your Real Estate Weekend podcast in review. I guess off the back of that, what is your thinking around waiting to see if there is any downward movement on prices? Are you prepared to sort of wait to see if that happens or have you got the mindset of let's just crack into it? It's a very good question and I'm sort of of two minds. I have pre-approval so I feel like maybe there's a bit of urgency for me to try to get in but I am also thinking it's probably best to sit back and wait. The risk-averse person in me is saying just let's see what's going on. I read an article in the Fin Review that said they're anticipating that it's going to keep rising until next year so theoretically I should definitely wait. (laughs) Yeah, risk averse. That makes it doubly hard, doesn't it? Exactly, which is probably why I'm 34 and still not in the market. Right. Okay. Well, you're making gains. And as a first home buyer, is it a little bit like someone watching the share price daily to see if the rate rise is going up and down? Has it been a little bit like that? Exactly. I've become a little bit obsessive on domain and real estate, just thinking maybe this next apartment is it. Maybe I have to just keep looking and checking against the price comparisons to see how they're selling, but it just, it doesn't help. And how long have you been looking and where in Sydney are you hoping to buy? Well, I am fortunate enough to be living in Bondi at the moment and the times of COVID have meant that I've really gotten used to this lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping to be able to afford just something small in Bondi if possible. It is a micro market here and sometimes the market in Bondi doesn't tend to reflect the rest of property market across Sydney. So I also have to keep that in mind when, when looking and waiting. Now you mentioned Bondi. So in Sydney, there are many lifestyle buyers, which means that people have certain areas that they want to live in, as opposed to somebody that just wants to get into the market at all cost. So which are you? I'm kind of feeling you might be a bit of a lifestyle one. I am definitely a lifestyle buyer. I had this fantasy that I could just walk barefoot with my surfboard to the beach. It doesn't leave me with much um, much space. <laughs> you're painting the picture. Yeah, we're, we're getting yeah. to realise what it is that you're after, Elise. And just in terms of the cash rate going up, do you feel more optimistic? I know that you're risk adverse, but is there a bit of optimism? There's definitely optimism. I, I feel... Um, a little less stressed that the prices are going to jump to a point where I cannot afford anything. But I also am not really sure what to expect because if I can speak from my own observations over the last few years of COVID, watching friends and neighbours expect that the property markets are going to tank and then they just performed in the exact opposite way. You know, theoretically, they, the, the, the property market should drop based on, on cash increase But I'm just not sure, especially in Bondi, because I know there are a lot of people just like me, a lot of first home buyers sort of waiting in the wings. It's your Real Estate Weekend podcast in review. Yeah, and also coming back to the market, as I mentioned at the top, it's a little bit sideways. What have you noticed on the ground working there in Canberra with vendors and buyers since the cash rate rise? 
Uh, yeah, well, obviously we're all sort of very conscious at the moment as agents. We're, we're very conscious of, of how buyers in particular are behaving and reacting to, to the changes in, I suppose, world circumstances as well as things like the cash rate rise. As an agency, we, we're keeping across what is happening across all of Canberra in terms of buyer numbers, registered bidders, the responses at auction. There are some areas of Canberra that were doing very, very well. They were performing very strongly and now we're seeing the buyer numbers have dropped right off in those areas, like maybe only getting four buyers through um, the first open home, for example. And then on the flip side, we've got newer suburbs of Canberra where we used to see less buyers. Now those numbers are sort of going through the roof. So there seems to be a demand at the moment for the newer properties It's your Real Estate Weekend Podcast in Review. And Julie, what are the vendors saying to you at this time? For instance, have some who were not quite ready to sell suddenly are ready? People who were thinking of selling could kind of already see prior to now and they they are on the market now. They've already come to market. People that I'm dealing with now that are, that are coming to market aren't sort of looking to just capitalise on the fact that the market is about to peak. Because I think generally in our area, people can see that it has peaked. So basically anyone that's coming to market now is absolutely a motivated seller for reasons other than simply cashing in on a really hot market. And yesterday on the show, we had Karen asking the question, there's a lot of talk around trying to pick the next cash rate rise. She wanted to know because she wanted to get closer to narrow down that guesswork on the date because she's got a $750,000 mortgage. Buyers are nervous. Everyone's always asking the question and speculating when the next rate rise will be. It's a question that, you know, I can't answer. I don't pretend to be an expert in economics or or anything like that, really for me to help people make purchasing decisions, I can only sort of comment on the facts of what we're seeing. And if you were one of the buyers, this is what I sort of um, say to people who may have given up during that really crazy period that we experienced, now is a great time. You know, we're averaging between one and three bidders at each of our auctions as opposed to previously, you know, we'd have at least eight or 10 bidders per property. So much less buyer competition. So, you know, whilst yes, there might be one or two rate rises there, um, they are only small. And, you know, if the values of properties do shift, well, you're no worse off. So certainly just get in the market. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.